This is Your Daily Meds, where we're going to be meditating on God's Word for true medicine for every area of your life. There are things in this world that don't feel very good, but they're actually good for you, right? We have, you can go to the gym, you can work out, and it doesn't necessarily feel great when you're running and you want to stop running or when you're lifting weights and that weight gets heavier and your muscles are burning and telling you to stop lifting. These things don't, I wouldn't put them in the category of feeling good, but yet we know that they have really positive results, right? We know that they they actually train up our body and, and can help to keep our physical physical person healthy. And there are a lot of things like this on this planet that are good for us that don't necessarily feel good. I mean, you can think of people who really hate spinach, yet spinach is very good for you. These kinds of things, right? So I want to look at this today because there's an area of discipline that is has to do with our being transformed into the image of Christ, conformed to the image of Christ, right? It has to do with our character development. And sometimes on this road, on this path of the Lord developing our character, there are things that don't feel very good, but result in very good things. So I want to look at this on this topic that we've been studying out on the issue of suffering. Welcome to your daily meds. I'm Cassandra Barbato, your host. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share this episode with the people in your life so they can get that medicine of God's word. And if you want to learn more about the podcast or support us financially, you can go to yourdailymeds.org. And of course, there's links to social media there as well. Let me give you two foundational verses here. Romans 8, 29 says, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son. Yes? so that he would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. So those whom he foreknew, the ones he knew that would choose Christ, the ones who would, who would be willing to receive salvation by faith in Christ, those people are predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, of God's son, Jesus. So we know that this is something that's, it is happening. It's, you've been predestined. If you're in the Lord, you're not going to escape it. Romans 8, or sorry, Romans 12, verse 2, talks about how we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, right? So this is how it happens. We, we've talked previously how God disciplines with his word, yeah? He teaches us through his word. Now, sometimes when we're being taught, you actually have to have an opportunity to walk something out for it to make sense. There are some things that can only really be learned through experience. So you can have the knowledge of it, but you don't really fully understand it until you've walked it out. So for example, when I was in college and I was preparing to be a classical musician, I was studying and I would also spend a lot of time practicing, right? But there was no way to practice performing unless I was actually performing. Like you can do certain things to help you prepare. You can, you know, practice walking in and sitting down and running through your piece and standing up and walking out. And these, they kind of simulate the effect of performing, but there is nothing that you can do to really experience a performance except to go through the performance. And so basically every performance that you have is practice for the next one. It's very uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good because in that practice, you are making mistakes that hopefully down the line, after much practice, many performances, you've learned how to deal with in that circumstance. And that, that failure in the moment, that mistake in the moment, it is, is very uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. 
you know, and there are some times where we go through such excruciating, you know, emotional strain over these kinds of things that we feel as though we are suffering. And some of this suffering is just part of the growth process. Yeah, it's not a suffering that is damaging. It is a suffering that is is to our benefit, especially when the Lord gets a hold of it. See, there are some of us who can go through these trials and it, it causes damage. Those people are the ones who are not in the Lord. But when you have the spirit of God in you, he, he takes these opportunities. He molds them to, to build our faith and character. Yes, because he's promised to transform us. He's promised to conform us to the image of his son. Let me share a story from the book of Matthew chapter eight. Uh, This story is where the disciples, they're getting in a boat with Jesus and they're getting ready to go across the sea here to, to help somebody, actually two guys who were fully demon possessed. I mean, they had a lot of demons and Jesus is going to cast these demons out. But in order to get there, they got to cross the sea in the boat, right? So when they get into the boat there, there's a great storm that arises on the sea. So I'm going to read this passage. It's starting in verse 24. So Matthew 8, 24, he says, and behold, there arose a great storm on the sea so that the boat was being covered with waves, but Jesus himself was asleep. And they came to him and woke him saying, save us, Lord, we are perishing. Now, remember, you got like fishermen on this boat. So if they think they're going to die, then this is a pretty severe storm, right? He says, and he said to them, why are you afraid, you men of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and it became perfectly calm. The men were amazed and said, what kind of man is this that even the winds and the sea obey him? Right. So then they get to the other side and there's two men who are demon possessed and uh, they're coming out of the tombs and Jesus casts the demons out and rescues these guys from this torment. Right. So but in this on this path that the, the disciples are being called on to go with the Lord to bring deliverance to these two guys, there's a great storm. Yeah. And here's the thing in the in the different paths that the Lord has called us to. They're not going to be free from storms, right? There's going to be some things on these paths that are not from the Lord, but they are from the enemy. And, and God has not shied away from calling you through these different experiences. Now, I want to make two, two notes on this, okay? Because there are times where the Lord has said, do not go that way to me. And I went anyways, and there was a great storm that I had to go through that the Lord didn't, he didn't intend for me to go through that. So that has happened in my life. I have very clear, multiple times, sometimes they're little things. Yeah. And there's been big things like that in my life too. I had a marriage where the Lord said no. And I went anyways, and the marriage fell apart and it was very, very painful. It was a storm that the Lord did not intend for me to go through. Yeah. But there are other things things where I clearly see the Lord, he marked my next step ahead of time. I could see it in, in my own prayer and vision that the next step was to go this way. But when I went that way, I found storms. I found things that were, were difficult along the way, hard to, hard to, to get through. But those things were not damaging to me. No, they actually served to, grow me, develop me, 
Yes, I became a conqueror. Even in the times where I failed along that path, the Lord used every single one of those things as a benefit. And and let me tell you, even the ones where I go the wrong direction and, and the Lord said, don't go that way. And there's been storms. The Lord has rescued me out of them and used them. He's, he's still worked them together for my good. Let me read to you James 1. James 1 verse 2, which is probably like Christian's least favorite verse. Yeah, it says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. And we're like, when we're in the midst of the trial, there's, we don't feel joyful, right? We're like, this isn't good. This sucks. But James here, he says, count it all joy. Well, it's not because God wants you to just be joyful about suffering or joyful about the pains that you are are going through or joyful that the enemy is attacking you. No, it's, that's not the joyful part. He says, for, you know, that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. I'm going to say it again for, you know. The reason why we have joy when we have a trial that comes our way is because we know that that trial is going to test our faith and produce development, produce endurance, produce steadfastness. Yeah, it has a produce to it. So just like I was telling you in my college years when I had you know, I'd be, I'd spend hours and hours practicing. I would, you know, have my private lesson instructor. He would be training me. I would practice. I would listen to music, all these things to try and develop. I would even practice as best I could performing, you know, in my living room or whatever. And, and all these things were my training ground for the believer. That's when you are spending time in scripture. That's when you're spending time in prayer. That's when you're spending time in your Bible studies and going to church on Sunday and these different things that you do that are your training ground for getting God's word into you to, to have that knowledge of the truth. But that's not the fullness of the practice. Those things that you've learned about your God, those things that you've learned about the truth, the things you've learned about who you are in Christ, do not have a chance to fully express themselves until the trial comes. And just like when I was developing my skills as a musician and I would have to get up and perform and I would have failures and I would have mistakes that would be made that were embarrassing and, and would be, you know, torn apart by my professors as they would tell me these things need to be improved and this didn't work and this is going here and you need to do this. And you have like the, the nuances of all your things to help you develop to become a better player. And you have that, that uncomfortable thing of, of, of not quite being where you want to be yet, Right. The same thing happens for the believer as we walk through this world and various trials come our way. The word that God put in our heart, we don't, we we get to speak it out of our mouth when the trial comes. The word that God put in us for this situation gets to be put into action now because we're having an opportunity to use it. Yes. So, and in this way, our faith is tested Yeah, we learned something and now we get to test whether or not we really uh, know how to use that, that knowledge that we've learned. And now that we've, we've practiced using it, maybe we didn't do it quite right. Maybe we failed and maybe the Holy Spirit now has an opportunity to bring us back to that teaching and share more with us so that we can be stronger the next time. And then the next trial comes our way. The enemy comes against us another way. And now we have an opportunity to use that same thing again. 
But this time the Lord trained us a little bit better. We had a better understanding of it because we had that experience from before. And now we walk in that stronger. And then the next time it's stronger. And the next time it's stronger. And in this way, our faith is being tested to produce steadfastness. And that steadfastness is having a full effect that we may become perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. That's what the, the James says here in verse four. He says, and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So in this way, there are things on our path that are not from the Lord that come in because the enemy is, is against us. But God has allowed for the purpose of us learning to be more than conquerors, for us learning how to use his word, for us learning how to stand in faith that our God is savior. And there are times when the Lord, he rebukes the winds and it is put to death immediately. And there are times when the Lord takes us and navigates us through the storm in a way that produces good things on the other side. Yes. One more thing about this, as I, I kind of opened up talking about that exercising, how it doesn't always feel good, how eating certain foods, you know, they may, we may not think they taste good, but we know they're good for us. I, I wanted to point out that not everything that feels bad is a storm of the enemy. No, sometimes there are things that just don't feel great, but they actually produce very good things. Uh, to give an example of this, when I was in college, this, this, I felt like college was my training ground for a lot of things. So you're going to hear me reference that when I talked about character development and growth. Um, but in my college years, I would have to sit through what we call juries. And a jury is where you go in and you perform in front of a panel of teachers where they are just going to tell you mainly the areas where you're not doing well. They might highlight something that you did okay or good, but most of the, the purpose of this jury is to determine the areas that you need improvement and also to justify your continued place within the school. So, you know, you got to go in and prove that you're doing the work and you deserve to be there. So this was terrifying for most students and going in and sitting down and playing for a panel of teachers who are specifically looking, they're not trying to enjoy your music. They're specifically looking for the areas where you are not measuring up and areas they want you to continue. So they're, they're there to criticize. Okay feels terrible. There's, there's not really anything about it that is enjoyable, <laughs> except for if you get like a good comment. But most of it is horrible feeling. Preparing for it is, is nerve wracking. Standing outside the door waiting for your turn is like terrifying. Sitting down, all of it has, it's not a good feeling. And yet this is not something of the enemy. This is not a destructive thing. It's not something that brings death. It's not something that is, uh, is meant to steal from you. No, these things in this way, it was a positive thing that didn't feel good. And there are sometimes some things that we think are bad for us that are not bad for us simply because they don't feel good. Yeah. So let us rightly divide uh, between, between what things come from the enemy yeah, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Christ said, but I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. 
We can decipher between what storms are from the enemy by by using this as a as a way of saying is it something that is is causing loss is it something that is bringing death is it something that is destructive because if it is those things then it is not from the lord but there are other things other training ground other stuff that is maybe uh something that produces endurance something that develops us and these things are not from the enemy. And I wanted to bring this up because there are areas where we want to stand on God's word to rebuke the devil where he is. Yes, where we want to use God's word against him for defeat. But there are other things that don't feel great that you don't want to try and rebuke. No, you want to just allow the Lord to use it to train you. Yes, and rightly dividing God's word and knowing what's from the enemy and knowing what is a part of being in this fallen world and what is a part of God's training for us is all is all part of the process of us learning where we can stand our ground and where we want to just submit and and get the nourishment out of whatever it is that we are are being called to. Amen. So as you're meditating on God's word and you are seeing yourself as the one whom God is training training up. Yes, he's training up as a good soldier in the kingdom of God that you might help to bring the kingdom of God here to this fallen world. You be blessed today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Your Daily Meds. Don't forget, you can like and comment, subscribe, and of course, share, share, share this episode so that the people in your life can get the true medicine that they need as well. We've got new episodes coming out Monday through Friday, and they're on all your favorite podcast apps, but you can go to our website as well and listen there at yourdailymeds.org.